Tom Hayes, and I'm joined as always with Ryan Shop. Back for our second episode of the new year. Um, we had uh, a lot of cup competitions in this one, so uh, we'll make sure to get through all of it uh, swiftly. Uh, but how's your week been? Uh, pretty uneventful. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of football on. Um, I actually did not watch a lot. No. All my friends had COVID besides you, like... And like a couple others, but other than that, like I felt like I had COVID because I couldn't really do anything. Yeah, it was a bit boring, but yeah. Uh, nonetheless, um, football still on as it pretty much always is now this time of year. Uh, but yeah, as we said, rundown. Got a couple games to talk about from last week and next week upcoming, and then some transfers as we are still in that uh, January transfer window. Uh, so we'll kick things straight off with the rundown. This week on The Rundown, on Wednesday, the three finalists for the 2021 Puskas Award were revealed. Uh, the first being Mehdi Taremi um, against Chelsea in the Champions League uh, with a bicycle. Uh, it was the last, uh, was it the sixth round of 16, Porto? Yeah, it was literally the last goal of that game, of that yeah. tie, I think, right at the last minute. I do remember it. It was a very yeah, good goal. So. Um, but it didn't really affect any of the outcomes. No. Um, as well as Eric Lamella, Versus Arsenal, uh, where he pulled off a pretty impressive Rabona. Um, probably the only one in the Premier League that season, or one of very few. Yeah. Um, Patrick Schick versus Scotland from the halfway line. I watched this game live. When we went, we went nuts when we saw it. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, out of those three, what would you have? Um, well, I'd say the most impressive out of the three. It's probably, I mean, they're all impressive. I've actually ranked them, but I can explain my ranking. So third, I had Taremi's bicycle, mm-hmm. mainly because little importance. Yeah. Also, bicycles happen every now and again, don't they? Yeah, they're not, they're not really rare. Second, I had Lamella's goal. It was tidy, but mm. it was just a little flick around the corner. I had yeah. Schick first because when... How often do you see someone score from their pretty much their own half? And it, it was in a wor- uh, what was it Euros? Yeah, and they went on to beat Scotland and almost topped that group with England mm. in it. With it. so yeah. I think I'd say Schick, and probably, purely the fact I watched it live as well. So I've always I probably agree with that. Yeah, you don't really see them, especially the internationals. Even I mean, you don't really see Rabona's. I mean, Lamella's goal did get goal of the season for the Premier League last season. So. We could see that one, but if Taremi gets it, I'd be surprised. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, so the winner of that gets announced January 17th. So what's that? Be next... Seven day, days a week. Next Monday. Yep. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Also on Wednesday, Southampton's Jack Grealish size 100 million pound takeover <laughs> um, is nearing completion by the Serbian TV tycoon uh, founder Dr- Dragan Solak. Yep. Um, this is a bit of a... Weird one. I thought it was a full stake, a, a majority stake. Which I think it still might be, but it seems like it's... It's a majority stake, but it's majority. not... It's like yeah, it's not like... 90%. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as you said, it's worth <laughs> one Jack Grealish, which that's very cheap for a club. Seems pretty cheap. It seems cheap for um, a club. Southampton fans could almost pull together and, and buy it. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty crazy. Yeah, another takeover. Um, Imagine if, say, think? Man City decided, or Chelsea or Newcastle decided, oh, yeah, instead of we'll instead buy of buying players, team. we'll just buy a club. <laughs> just like a, do a um, F1 thing where they have a junior team. Yeah. Like... Just pull players. I mean, I suppose Red Bull do that with um, Salzburg and Leipzig anyway. Yeah. Um, and I don't but know it's if it's not like an you couldn't do it in the same league. I don't think. I mean, they can, yeah, true. Be pretty dodgy. And same thing with like, I mean, the City Group does it as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's a thing. Yeah. Um, just not in the same league. Southampton City. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. Um. On Friday, Manchester United confirmed that Ed Woodward, or Edward Woodward, as he's that's his full name, Edward um, Woodward depart the club. Will depart uh, the club at the end of January with Richard Arnold becoming the new CEO from the 1st of February. This marks a pretty uh, tumultuous tenure as the mm. CEO of Manchester United. Um, I think he's been well appreciated by the Glazers in terms of the stock of Manchester United oh, yeah. um, has gone 100%. up quite a bit. Um, but the football side has you know, been left wanting. So do you think that this will have any effect? No effect at all. I don't know. I feel like the way that the club's pretty disconnected at the moment, I don't think mm. it's going to have much effect. Um, but, you know, maybe in time, maybe there may be some effect, but you'll never know. I guess we'll never know until it happens. But yeah, as you said, it is kind of old news, but now we know when he's leaving, when his position's taken over. So, Bit of another transition period for United. Um, Very long one. Um, even when uh, <clears throat> Ragnick will be going upstairs. Um, yeah, maybe. that's still another thing. I mean, that he'll probably have a part in also whoever comes as the uh, next manager, if that is Ragnick or not. I don't um, think it will be. I don't think it will um, be, but, but his uh, hat's not out of the ring, yeah, let's say. No, um, he's not doing a, a good job to impress, I don't think, at the moment anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all for the rundown. So for the results this week, uh, we had only one Premier League game, which we tipped for, and then there's Carabao Cup and FA Cup, which um, didn't wrap up, but still one more game to go, but wrapped up tonight, the games that we're going to talk about, or this morning, I should say. Uh, so we start things off with Premier League Match Week 21, the end of it. Uh, Wolves defeating Man United 1-0. At Old Trafford, first time in, what, 30 years they've beaten them there? I think it was since 1983 or something like 28 that. 28 years, wrong, yeah. yeah. The 80s, definitely. Yeah, so uh, Joao Moutinho scored the winner in the 82nd minute um, with a pretty decent volley. <laughs> um, so I could say Wolves continued their insane defensive record against big clubs. Mm. I think what they concede, one against City, one against Liverpool, one against Chelsea... I think it was. It was 1-0 in all the games. And then they beat United 1-0, um, which has been highly noted that they don't score much. But if they don't score much, they don't concede much either. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I, I think it could have definitely been 2-0, maybe even 3. That's United good... barely put um, any pressure, yeah. really. I think they had two shots it was on pretty, target. It was pretty abysmal. I mean, yeah. there was no real outs for United, if any. Um, you know, the likes of, I think, um, what, Harry Maguire in the back line. Um, uh, Luke Shaw, 
they didn't really do much. I mean, Ronaldo seems to be out of it at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, most of their... Most United's players, I can't really... The only player that I would say played well, um, actually extremely well, was Phil Jones. He had a ripper of a yeah. game. The first time he'd played in 700 games or Premier League games or something. Days, I'd say. Days. It'd be like, <laughs> 700 not games, games is a few games. years. That's yeah. like a couple of decades or something. No, yeah. Um, yeah, 700 days or something. Um, but yeah, he played, he was the, probably the best did you see? Player. Did you see the photo when they were coming out and it looked like the only player that had like something to show? Yeah, he was jumping up and... Yeah, um, like everyone else just walked out. He... He was a man on a mission. Yeah, and I, I would say I think he's been picked on a bit too much. I think he's actually all right. Um, yeah, well, he's not bad. He's obviously still. He always puts in one hundred and ten percent. And I remember, he, oh, I did hear a, a, a there was a while ago that a, a conversation he had. I can't remember some media team, and they asked him. Oh, so Mourinho was asked once um, oh, about commitment or something in a team and out of the blue he said Phil Jones is the only player I've seen to inject himself with like um, muscle stuff or whatever because he was sore or whatever for a um, oh, to like for a non-league game for a or for, for yeah, a, um, yeah. like a Carabao Cup or something yeah yeah um, in a game you'd just usually rest because he's committed because he wants to do his best and I think yeah. that's the kind of mentality they need um, so if they could get that you know and spread it around Mm. Um, the rest of this team would be good, um, well, but no. Yeah, we're well, talking about that. Uh, Harry Maguire did his, I'd say, first real bit of leadership since he's been appointed captain. He uh, called a meeting with all the players after this game and just tried to solve something. He was talking about how um, well, we could obviously see the players weren't happy and he just wanted to address that. So now he's got the group talking, I believe, Um and they're trying to solve the issue that they're in. I think they're seventh in the league right now, uh, behind Tottenham even, who've not had the greatest start. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, as much as I don't want to see United win, I don't want to see him be absolutely terrible because I like the competition. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's really Harry Maguire's first real use of initiative since he got his leadership, which I think has taken way too long. Mm. Um, but... At the same time, step in the right direction. You can't say it isn't. No, I don't think. Yeah, you can't really say anything bad about that. But, yeah, um, I don't think anything will happen through it. Yeah, hopefully something does in for their sake. I but I, I don't know what Ralph Ragnick's been saying. I mean, he he needs to start. Dropping well, he's obviously plays. got. What's he? He, he needs he's to start. Generally, a technical director, no technical director. Yeah, but he he needs to start going to like. The big players who aren't performing like Ronaldo and stuff and benching them. Yeah. Well, he, he did be bench. Doing, I think he benched him in his first game, remember? Ragnick's first game, he benched Ronaldo. No, that was um, the interim. Interim. Oh, that's right. What's yeah. his name? Carrick. Yeah. Carrick benched him. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, I can't see any other way to get it into those big players' heads. If the, you know, If you keep playing them, there's no punishment. Yeah. <clears throat> But they still need to win games. Which... Yeah. They just don't look like a team that want to win, no. which is about, like, obviously, every you got to assume every player wants to win, but they just don't look, look like they from, want to from win. From what um, rumours I've heard, there's a lot of um, little 
groups inside the dressing room and like there's a lot of riffs and a lot of players don't like each other. Who told you that? <laughs> Who told me that? <laughs> no, I don't reveal my sources. Um, no, I just mate. general You're gossip. Mate, you know but um, I you know it makes complete sense. And I think if you get rid of a few of them, if a few of them who want to leave, leave. And get some fresh blood in. I don't know. But is it is it a Ronaldo thing, maybe? He seems to bring a, a bit of a interesting dynamic to every club he goes to. And it's like an alpha dynamic. Hey? Like an alpha dynamic. Yeah. Um, he splits the well, alphas. Instead of alpha, I would have said something like... Splits the alphas from the betas. No, I wouldn't... What is it? Alpha would say more like a diva. Diva? Yeah, like he needs to be the centre of attention. He needs to be... Ronaldo, he, 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 you know, he loves himself. He, he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't seem like the center of attention right now. No, but like maybe that's the problem. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they need to make him the poster boy. Yeah, but then he. I don't know if it really works with the United team. But anyway, that's a whole other discussion. The whole thing, yeah, never really made sense. Um, moving on later <laughs> on in the week, or a couple of days later, the Carabao Cup semi-final first legs were supposed to be played. Both of them were supposed to be played. Uh, Chelsea beat Tottenham in their first leg game, uh, 2-0 at home. The Liverpool-Arsenal game was postponed to the second leg date because Liverpool had no goalkeepers available. <laughs> they let go of it. Or Alisson was away. Yeah. And then Adrian Kelleher and Thingo had COVID, which they don't have anymore. Um, so that had to be postponed. Um, so, yeah, that will get played after... Chelsea's second leg game and then Liverpool play a week uh, uh, later after that Mm -hmm. game Um, and now moving on to the FA Cup third round or first round proper Uh, we'll just talk about the Premier League teams there's been 18 five of them have been knocked out so far that'll be six after the next game because two Premier League teams face each other in the final game Um, so yeah already cut down like what 30% of the league as out of the FA Cup, we'll be out of the FA Cup. Uh, so we'll quickly go through these. Uh, Man City beat Swindon Town 4-1. Uh, Huddersfield Town beat Burnley mm. 2-1. At Turf Moor as well, not the easiest place to go in the world. Uh, Palace beat Millwall 2-1. Again, not the easiest place to go in the world, but they got the job done. Uh, Leicester beat Watford 4-1. So Leicester threw Watford out. Newcastle lost to Cambridge United 1-0. Mm. Um, that was a uh, shock. Was it that Newcastle have been poor? It's just because yeah, they I mean, just because they signed players. It, it seems they, like oh, they, they signed a specific been, player. Yeah. and he played. He did play. Um, yeah, Cambridge United though. Yeah, I think there was a bigger upset. But it's not obviously not a Premier League team, no. but I will mention it. Um, Brentford beat Port Vale four one. Uh, pretty easily going through there. Ooh. Uh, Brighton beat West Brom 2-1. Chelsea beat Chesterfield 5-1. Everton beat Hull 3-1 in extra time. Uh, Southampton Southampton beat Swansea 3-2 also in extra time. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to find this thing. Here it is. Um, Wolves beat Sheffield 3-0 this morning. West Ham beat Leeds 2-0 this morning. So West Ham uh, go through while Leeds uh, out. Tottenham beat Morecambe 3-1. Liverpool beat Shrewsbury 4-1. Norwich beat Charlton Athletic 1-0. And Nottingham Forest knocked out the FA Cup. uh, I won't say Masters, but 
I mean, they are. They're one of the most FA Cups, haven't they? Yes. So, yeah. I believe the so. FA Cup Masters. Arsenal uh, beating them four goals to one. Um, but I think the biggest story coming out of the FA Cup third round was the Kidderminster Harriers. Yep. Non-league team that defeated Reading, who are currently championship, championship team. Yeah. Um, I mean, to give a bit of context to anyone who doesn't know the English league system, um, they are in the National League North. So you've got the Premier League, the Championship, League One, League Two, the National League, and then National Leagues North, North and South are on the same um, level. Yeah. So that is a... Yeah. Reading R Championship. What's that? Uh, sixth tier. A sixth tier. Sixth? Seven. Sixth tier. Sixth, yeah. Uh, club. And the, Reading yeah, R doing poor. Their name's pretty funny because a Harrier is like, like a runner. So they like yeah. started as a running club, I believe. The uh, the scenes in their dressing room when they won, I think they got the mass, the, the biggest almighty rev up from their coach at the end of the game. And I was like, obviously for a, a small team like that to go through to the fourth round, or even to make it to the first round proper, but to make it to the fourth round yeah, um, is huge. Reading are struggling in the championship, however, and but no excuse, they're it, four tiers above yeah, them. So. It should mean that they get a, a match played in their... Home ground, um, um, which I think it is, but I don't think that's how it works. But they do get a home game in the next game. Yeah, it's Agborough, um, their home ground, um, with a capacity of 6,444, but 3,140 are seated. So only half of the ground seated. And can you guess who is visiting them? I said it before, but... No. no. It is West Ham. <laughs> So Premier League team is going to have to travel. They could become so, cold heroes, though. Imagine winning the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, so now I'm just going to go through the... Uh, what's it called? The round four draw that happened also this morning. Uh, so Wolves and Norwich will face off. So another Premier League team will be binned there. Cambridge and Luton face off at Cambridge. So one of those teams have to go through. Chelsea play Plymouth, Argyle. Uh, Palace play Hartlepool United, Everton and Brentford, so two more Prem teams going at it. Huddersfield and Barnsley, I think that's two championship teams. Uh, as I just said, Kidderminster and West Ham um, at Kidderminster will play. Liverpool got Cardiff, uh, Man City got Fulham, Peterborough and QPR will face off. Southampton and Coventry, Stoke and Wigan. And I believe that is United and or Villa will play, the winner of that will play Middlesbrough. Uh, Nottingham Forest take on Leicester. Tottenham and Brighton, other two Premier League teams going at it. And Bournemouth take on Boreham Wood, who are also, I wouldn't say, I think they're from the National League. Uh, so not North or South, but the tier above Kidderminster, which is also another big story for them to get through. Um, so yeah, that is all the games that happened this week. Uh, those FA Cup games are, I believe, the 4th to the 7th of Feb, uh, so a couple of weeks away. Um, but now I'll just move on to the fixtures this week and our tipping for them. Uh, so the upcoming fixtures for the upcoming week uh, starts off with the, and the FA Cup match, which is uh, to be played on Tuesday, January the 11th. <clears throat> between Manchester United and Aston Villa. Yep. Um, yeah. Winner takes on Middlesbrough. So, I'd actually go Villa for this one. I think we might have already... Yeah, well, I don't know if they'll have their new player yet. I think he's travelling there now, so... Um, 
I don't know. But they also do play each other in the Premier League later this week as well. Yes. So um, I actually don't know. I could not pick. I, I'd choose Villa. I want Villa to win mm. <laughs> purely because I want United out of but And uh, I want Gerrard to go through. Uh, so now we move on to Premier League match week 18. So the postponed matches. Um, so on Wednesday, January the 12th, there are two matches. Southampton taking on Brentford at St. Mary's. Um, oh, yeah, she got a Bradford 1-0. And then 1-0. I got 2-2 two, two draw for this one. Mm, spicy. Um, moving on, Everton take on Leicester at Goodison Park. And Everton have been absolutely garbage. So I'm going to say Leicester 3-0. Same. 3-0 Leicester. And the last of the postponed matches, uh, or match week 18 postponed matches, um, will be on Thursday, January the 13th, between West Ham, United and Norwich at the London Stadium. West Ham should win 4-1. I went 4-0 West Ham, but same wavelength, similar wavelength. Uh, now we move on to the Carabao Cup, or the League Cup, semi-finals. Uh, on Thursday, January the 13th, the second leg of Tottenham and Chelsea play, with Chelsea leading... Two goals to nil. Uh, so a little bit of work for Tottenham to overcome if they want to make it to the final. But There's no away goals either, doable. I don't think. So. Yeah, just um, straight aggregate. Um, yeah, I'm going to tip Tottenham. Yeah, I don't. But I think that's too big of an obstacle for them, unless Chelsea absolutely play their kids. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say Chelsea should win that. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Moving on to Friday, January the 14th, the first leg, obviously pushed back due to COVID and other things um, between Liverpool and Arsenal takes place. Um, I've tipped Liverpool previously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know how they would even line up. So, because <laughs> considering how they lined up tonight, oh, the last night or this morning. Um. Yeah, I guess maybe because it's a big game, they might. I don't know. I'd, I'd say Liverpool. I'm always going to back them, but yeah, that'll be a good game. I love playing Arsenal. <laughs> um, now we move on to Premier League match week 15. Uh, the first of match week what? Ma- match week 22. <laughs> the first games take place on January the 15th, um, Saturday. Um, there are two games uh, on the Saturday, January the 15th. The first of which is Brighton and Hove Albion taking on Crystal Palace at the Amex. Um, Brighton's dropped off a bit. Crystal Palace has yeah, stayed pretty steady, uh, but I'm still going to go Brighton 1-0. And Brighton, two goals to one. Uh, moving on uh, to the match of the week. Uh, many people will probably say this, but it's our match of the week. It's Manchester City taking on Chelsea at the Etihad. Now, this could be a very pivotal, crucial moment for the league um, challenge. I think it will be. Yeah. Either way. Um, I think we've talked about it and we we both agree that if Chelsea don't win... Um, a bit of a put it another way. Chelsea need to win in order for Chelsea or Liverpool to win the league. Um, if they don't, I mean, it doesn't really have an effect on Liverpool. I, I still, still think have two games in hand. Yeah, but I still think they they need everything they can get. I'd say to if win. Chelsea loses, it's 
might be curtains because they're already well they're 10 points behind them now so if City win that's 13 and the same games played Liverpool have two games in hand say they win both of them they're only seven points I still think that's too big a goal um, if they're if well, they're that still mean, if that's the three if that's points. the go then then Liverpool already out of the race yeah, getting to a crucial point, but it's definitely the match of the week. Um, yeah. There might be a few players out for Chelsea, um, not many out for Manchester City because of the African Cup of Nations. They'll, they'll lose Mares, Chelsea lose Mendy. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. I, I think Mendy's a bigger loss than Mares. Um, yeah, who's he going to play? Do you reckon Kepa plays? <laughs> well, I think I think he has to. Yeah, I don't think anyone else could. Mara's isn't as big as a loss. City have depth for days. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm going to go City 1-0. I'm going to go City 2-0 at home against Chelsea. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else they could do. I mean, a draw would probably be ideal for me. Don't, not letting either two get out of the way. but I'd love to smash them at home. That'd be great. But um, Would be great. Not to sure watch, I can see that happening. Uh, moving on. I'll never hear the end of it also. There are five matches to be played on Sunday, January the 16th, the first of which is Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on Southampton at the Molyneux, coming off their pretty surprising victory at Old Trafford. I think, you know, they'll have some confidence and should win comfortably. I'd go 2-0. Yeah, I'm going 1-0 again for the Wolves. Uh, the next match is Norwich City taking on a very lacklustre Everton. Um... At Carrow Road, and I think they're winning with a shot, so I'm going to go two goals to one in Norwich's favour. Everton are bad, but not that bad. <laughs> I've gone 3-1 Everton. Uh, the next match is Newcastle United taking on Watford, um, with a bit of you know buzz around a certain new player that they've got. I think Newcastle need to win this, especially uh, where to win Newcastle game, and Watford are. Um, yeah. And I think they will, but 1-0 at St. James. To Newcastle? Yep. Um, you might be surprised by mine, but I went 4-1 Watford. Yep. Interesting. Um, the next match is Burnley taking on Leicester City at Turf Moor, and I think Leicester win two goals to nil. I went 2-1. Uh, yeah, 2-1 to Leicester. Again, like, I don't know, Leicester, what are they? They're 10th in the league right now. But Burnley are pretty bad. Yeah, they are. But they should win, I think. Um, moving on to Aston Villa taking on Manchester United at Villa Park. Second and this could be a very week. interesting match, um, depending on how the <clears throat> FA Cup match goes. Um, but Our I team think, is going to want revenge, yeah. I think Villa 1-0. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think I've got a bit more momentum and uh, positive energy around the club that may actually help them. Fair enough. I uh, went with a 1-1 draw. I think Villa may have, they should have their their new loanee by then. Yep. And they also are in the hunt for another uh, left back. So things are looking good at Villa. Also. Well, they're not looking bad. Um, moving on, there are three games on Monday, January the 17th. Uh, the first of which is West Ham United taking on Leeds United. They're the playing L- them for the second time this week too. Yeah, at the London Stadium. And I think West Ham win 3-0. Oh, 
Not three, one. We've actually had that many very large predictions this week. Um, the next match is Liverpool taking on Brentford at Anfield, and I think Liverpool win two, one. Wow, got it on the nail. Two, one as well. Uh, and the last match of Premier League match week twenty two is Tottenham Hotspur taking on Arsenal. 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 <laughs> taking on what? <laughs> Arsenal. Um, in the North London derby at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and this could be a pretty spicy match with them both I vying love for that the North London derby every year. Yeah, it's great. All every time. Um, and they're both pretty. You know, Tottenham's come back with a bit of resurgence. Arsenal's. Been playing all right. Um, Arsenal are a top four team right now. Yeah, um, but Tottenham are not far off. They're not, but I'd still give Arsenal. I so. think it'll be a one-one draw. I'm. I reckon it'll be one-one up until the ninetieth minute, and Arsenal will find a way. Yeah, and they win two-one. So I'm gonna Arsenal two-one. Um, that's all the games. Yeah, uh, so the Let's tipping tally so far, Tom... You actually on. got a jump on me this week. Yeah, I got three points. Tom got nothing. <laughs> from uh, the one game. From the one game. Um, Tom is on 184 and I'm on 137. So there's a bit of... Um, and the 47, you're catching me. Yeah, there's a bit, there's a bit, there's a bit of uh, catching still to do. <laughs> um, so now we're moving to have interesting transfer windows. Chad... <laughs> it's too early. Sorry, what? Transfer what? Transfer whispers. <laughs> this week on Transfer Whispers, we've got some interesting deals going down uh, across the uh, across Europe. Let's say um, we'll start off with some ongoing ones that happen overnight with Tottenham Hotspur. Um, they've pretty much—I wouldn't say they've announced, but it's been said by some sources that they're looking to get rid of some players and some that I didn't expect. Um, the first of which was uh, Stephen Bergvine, the Dutch winger. Um, they're just straight up looking to sell him. Like, no real explanation why. They're probably looking to get someone else in, but yeah, did not expect that. The other one is Tango and Dombele, who is a big force in their midfield. Uh, cost them a... a a shit ton, let's say. It was about 60, 70 mil at the time. Um, and yeah, he is uh, looking to be loaned or sold. Don't know if it's to them, but could be to Newcastle. Um, Newcastle's just going to be in the hunt for every player at the moment. Um, yep. I will tell you who Newcastle are interested in, and that's Sven Botman from Lille. That was their main target this whole uh, period. They submitted a new bid on Saturday night. I uh, don't know how much for, but um, he's their number one target. Lil are wanting to send Botman a new revised contract with bigger money to stay, but it'll be pretty hard to come uh, to fight against Newcastle at this stage with their new money, uh, let's say. Uh, another advanced deal at the moment is Luca Dean from Everton, who will leave. It has been said he will leave Everton this January. Um, where to is unknown. It was originally Chelsea who were front runners, um, but they pulled out. It's now Aston Villa, the front leaders, um, as I said uh, in the other segment. Um, Villa are looking pretty good with uh, the way they're doing their business. 
There's a, reportedly another Premier League team also interested. I'm not sure who that is just yet, but if Villa are able to pull out Luca Dean, that's, I would honestly say, one of Everton's best players. Mm. One of the better uh, left-backs in the league. Um, to go to Villa, uh, along with uh, one new player, which we'll talk about in a second, um, they're going to look good for the second half of the season. May even pull out top seven, maybe get in a Europe spot. Maybe. Um, and now the four confirmed deals um, regarding the Premier League and, and, and Europe this uh, this week. Start off with Axel Twenzebe, the Man United... Uh, was he Academy? I think he was. Um, he completed a six-month loan deal to Napoli uh, with a potential loan fee of 1.2 million euros. I think it's 600 up and... Uh, 600 up front, 600k... Um, after some bonuses or um, something's met. Um, next up was Lorenzo Insigne, who moved from Napoli to Toronto in the MLS uh, mm. on a free transfer. Contract length was unlo- unknown because um, I don't think the MLS release contract details. So no. um, I'm surprised Napoli didn't, but um, yeah. Um, yeah, another, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say he's as big a star as some players that go to MLS, but he's a bit, he's a big player uh, from Napoli, one of their best. He'll be their biggest thing in Canada for a while, I can tell you that. Biggest thing in Canada since Alfonso Davies? Yeah, since he left, probably. Vancouver, yeah. Who he was, was it? Vancouver. Did he play? For, I thought it was Toronto. No, he played at the Whitecaps. The Vancouver Whitecaps. Vancouver? Yeah. Anyway. I think, yeah. That's, I'd say that's the biggest thing since Canada, uh, in Canada since, since him. Yeah. Um, moving on, the I'd say I'd say this one's the biggest deal out of the two. Overrated player. Yeah, but proven in the Premier League, undoubtedly proven in the Premier League. Ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago. When was the last time? He only left three seasons ago, four seasons ago. Who did he play for? Liverpool. Four seasons ago. We sold him before the year before we won the Champions League. That sounds so weird. We won the Champions League three years ago. Um, that's anyway, sad. Still. Yeah, uh, he played with Gerard. Uh, I think he came in. Gerard 20, cost him a league. Yeah, he came to Liverpool 2013, stayed for six seasons, um, left pretty much without saying goodbye. So, yeah, not happy with him. But... Uh, Barcelona have allowed him to leave on loan to Aston Villa for the end of until uh, the end of the season. Six month loan deal. They've also included an option to buy of forty million euros, which would be twenty five percent of what they bought him for. Which is, I think they're just cutting their losses if if Villa decide to buy him. They need, they need him off the um, wage bill. Most importantly, I think. Yeah, uh, as I think that's what they're doing. Villa is paying sixty five percent of his wage, so that allows them to, which um, is going to allow anyway. them to uh, complete the the Ferran Torres deal. That deal got over the line now. Like he's registered now because they can complete his uh, finances. Um, so that one's done. But the big one, uh, another big one, I should say, uh, was Kieran Trippier returning to the Premier League with Newcastle, their first signing since being taken over. Um, 
So he moves from Atletico Madrid to Newcastle. It costs them £12.5 million. Pounds. Signs a two-and-a-half-year contract through to June 2024. And he's already played one game, one loss to Cambridge. And I don't know. I don't know if he can save Newcastle. I don't even think... No, not him alone, but I think they need... They I don't need, know. If they need to sign at least, I would say, probably another six players. I don't, and it's not going to all be free. I, I, it's not going to all cost them. They'll, they will be looking for free players. Yeah. Um... They can, they can wages the they can do wages wages aren't a part of it yeah well they could outbid anyone in terms of wages just trying to bring someone to a relegation struggling team mm. interesting about Coutinho just to go back um so they're playing I think you said sixty five percent of the wage bill yeah. and that sixty five percent is one hundred and twenty five thousand pounds a week mm. and I think that is just over the amount Ferran Torres is getting. So they're obviously not paying... So it's about what? He's probably getting £200,000 a week. All up. All up. Yeah, just the neuron. Yeah, Yeah, plus probably extras. But, um... I mean, that's... He'd definitely be the highest paid player at... Um, at Villa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack Grealish, I think, when he left, was only on, like, 100. Yeah. He wasn't on... Which is a lot of money, that's but, like... Big, yeah, that's a big percentage to be paying, too. Yeah, it's, they obviously want him. Well, I mean, most most loan deals are 100% paid for their wages, so... Depending on the amount, yeah. Well, mo- well most deals that are loans. But are also, loans. that takes £125,000 um, off Barcelona's wage bill a week, which is... Yeah, well, I think, I think they will be looking to sell Coutinho in the summer, mainly because they've registered Torres now. So, they almost have to sell him or yep. sell someone else if they want to bring him back, if that makes sense. Um, so it's going to be a domino effect. If not, if it just ends there, then it ends there. But yeah, um, I'm interested to see what happens with Tottenham because they come out of the blue. Um, mm. Harry and Kane. And Dombele is a very big player. I don't think Harry Kane's not leaving. I think. He's been out of form though. So. Yeah, well, how many goals has he scored? He's got two goals this season. Two now. Two in the Prem? Two in the Prem, I think, yeah. Not great, but yeah, I think Tottenham, well, they've been doing great since Conte come in, so I think this may be Conte's doing because it is out of the blue and he just arrived, so um, yeah. Anyway. I wonder if um, Conte and Lukaku get together and talk about how good Milan is. I reckon they do. Yeah. Both live in London, go, go off on Italy dates, they go to Milan for dates. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How yeah. good the water is there. Pizza, the badge. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all we've got this episode. Um, we'll be back next week with hopefully a bunch more stuff. Um, we we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen this week. Um, it's a mystery. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 91st Minute. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 91 underscore pod. You can follow myself on Twitter at RP underscore shop. And you can follow Tom on Twitter at Thomas Hayes underscore. Our references and contacts are in the description of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Ciao. See ya.